0: My name is Dave. And my fables three. My fables three! My My fables three! And my name is Craig. And this week, we're discussing what it truly means to be a hero of Albion. And whether you're fables three or you're Craig. (laughs) That's the light and the dark.
1: Oh wow, that just...
0: As you can tell by Craig's faux pas, we will be discussing <laughs> Fable 3 today. So Craig, why don't you give us the stats and we'll crack it.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, Fable 3 was developed by Lionhead Studios, uh, it was an Xbox-Windows exclusive published by Microsoft Game Studios, it was released um, in 2010 on Xbox 360 and then later with some added features on Windows in 2011. And it's basically a, an RPG, or an action A RPG. And it's part of the Fable series. The It must be the last game in the Fable series.
0: Ah, uh, it's not. There was a Connect Adventures, my friend. Oh!
1: I quite like and... I, I Kinect like Adventures. Like, with okay. the paddling.
0: Oh, Craig, you can't, in the same recording batch, you can't go from, I like Minesweeper, to, I actually like the Connect.
1: The Connect was pretty decent. No, oh, Craig, it wasn't. Oh. We
0: can't talk about that yeah, because no, we have Fable Three.
1: I think we should play a Connect game at some point though.
0: I would have to dig mine out. Like I I it's I, probably in
1: a box covered. I'd with have a to I'd have to buy one. <laughs> like <laughs> that piece of shit wasn't I, worth keeping.
0: <laughs> no, I very quickly went <laughs> threw it in a bin. It's probably in a box that looks like it came from Resident Evil. You know, there's like mushrooms oh, growing oh. out of it and stuff.
1: My my um, favorite thing about the Kinect, because we used to use the Xbox 360 as a media center, was, you know, like Xbox Play, Xbox, pause.
0: Which, you know, going back to these consoles, it's very hard to believe we use them as media centers because they take four and a half years to do anything. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, even the PS5, I'm not a fan of. It's media... Side of like, I wish I could just disable that extra wee tab.
0: Oh yeah, I have a I have a piece of electrician's tape on my TV that just covers (laughs) it up at all times. (laughs) Um, yeah, like like every, it's something that used to happen with the PS2 and and the Xbox original. Now it's it's happening with the PS3 and the 360. We're like, oh come on, you're taking forever. So yeah, that's because I remember them being blazing fast. But again, nostalgia. Don't do it, Dave. No. I must be in a nostalgic mood tonight. Yeah. So or, I don't know. No. Okay. So, Fable 3. Normally, we really only do one game per franchise unless that game does something very different. Like if you're going from a Resident Evil 1 to a Resident Evil 7 kind of thing. Um. But when we were done recording Fable 2, me and Craig kept talking about Fable 3. And... Craig was very interested in Fable 3, like the, the hook and the concept of it. So I was even like, yeah, you know what? Let's just toss it on. Um, so uh, we probably won't be as broadly general with Fable as we were in the episode on it in Fable 2. But I think this does enough different that it warrants talking about. So, yeah. Craig, I'm relying on you a lot, but you're coming to a lot of these games fresh. So what do you do in Fable 3? What makes it different?
1: So, Fable 3 has a couple of different things and a couple of good hooks that I think we could spend a good bit of time talking about because it will hook people into it. And also, I haven't finished it yet and I really want to finish this game, which gives you a hint as to how much I quite liked this. Um, My final thoughts will be quite open now. Uh, So, the, uh, you start up the game you get these traditionally type RPG things you pick you know like your gender your male, female, whatever Uh, you get well what to, were you? you uh, were a female miss-
0: or a mister I was yeah, the princess right. Princes, that's
1: the way to go princess I can't even remember her name Erica Fiona Princess Craig can't remember Poopy Pants yeah Princess Poopy Pants uh, you also get some really weird choices and some really weird conversations that already drag you into that fable thing we spoke about before. So there is a morality system and there is a way to build followership or uh, build, you know, like a posse or build people that you, you want to help th- sewn into this game like it's so important from the start. Uh, so you, you meet your boyfriend and you get to give him a hug or a kiss, which there isn't... Re- that's just telling you, you will have choices. This one doesn't matter too much. Then you cutely get to hold his hand, which I think is very... L2, to hold hands, should be in every game. Like Press F to pay respects. See, if Resident Evil 5 had L2 to hold hands.
0: Ah! Oh, well, they'd be <laughs> skipping down the lane together, 100%. <laughs>
1: Um, except Chris would probably like crush her, like <laughs> oh no, rip her arm out
0: of the socket. No, whoops. Yeah. Oops. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So you you go through this introduction scene where your brother's clearly gone mad. He's in charge of the kingdom because your dad's no very well the king, uh, and he's killed someone and there's uproar and he's like kill everyone, and you're presented with your first hook that I thought was super super powerful. I don't know if it means too much later in the game. I will find out, but. Your brother says, fine, you're no longer a child. Here is your boyfriend who clearly has corrupted you. And here is the villagers that were protesting outside. What one am I going to kill? And immediately I'm like, crap. (laughs) (laughs) There is no obvious good choice. Later on, there are some more clear cut, you know, like good and evil choices. But this is very grey area oh my god territory and from that moment I was like this is great I, you very rarely get put maybe mass effect and things like that you very rarely get put in a position where there's no good answer and you have to just go with your gut because even googling doesn't do you that much because you're you not going to no one's going to say you should kill your boyfriend or you should kill the villagers I yeah killed,
0: it's personal preference yeah
1: I killed the villagers to be, to be honest oh I killed the boyfriend oh really how come just out okay. of curiosity What's your because, rationale?
0: <laughs> um those people have a good point, and that person is useless? It's like uh it's like that trolley question, you know? It's like do you, do you save the many to forsake the few? Yeah. And it's like, ah, that's one life, that's a bunch of lives. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, I, I, I I clearly have maybe an evil streak in me or something, I don't know. But I thought he's innocent. And everyone that protests knows the risks. They know the risks, okay? They're protesting... Also, here's bit.
0: Craig the union buster.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they know the risks. They were protesting because the guy has went mad and started killing people, and we're saying, we don't like that. You you stop killing... <laughs> they knew it was going to happen. Um, also thought he might become a party member or something, but it turns out you just escaped the castle without... without. I'm, yep. I'm like, fuck. Maybe made the wrong choice. Anyway... So that's that's the first hook of this game. Um you're then you're back well, Oh sorry. Well,
0: I was gonna say like like then there's also where your brother's like, Oh, you think you could do a better job? Mm-hmm. Do it and just shoves it on you. Yeah. And you're like, Well, I guess I'm a, I'm a ruler now. Now, uh one thing I do wanna say is while past f- fable games kind of had this fairy tale kind of feel to them, mm-hmm. this is very securely placed in like the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. Um it, it's in that weird like halfway space between everything becoming automi- a- a-
1: automized? Auto Boy. Auto Autonomata <laughs> auto. uh,
0: uh, uh, Near Automated. <laughs> And so uh, I think the visual design of this is something that Fables never done before mm-hmm. whereas Fable 1 looked a little bit like Fable 2. Yeah. Fable 3 has this very oh. unique kind of look.
1: Right right at the start you're 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 a princess you're in a castle there's a town around you with people that are clearly covered in horse shirt and stuff. But at some point you you look over the city and there's factories and things and immediately I was like wow. That's that's pretty cool because we've got wee factories there's a factory worker that get killed everything's everything's going well Um, except for those protesters uh, except for the protesters which god rest their souls they're already dead (laughs) Um, so you you get that choice it's a pretty strong choice you have other conversations with people Um, someone just before that actually someone has approached you and said will you sign this petition against killing people and you can say, Oi, no, I'm a princess, and I know, or you can say, Yeah, I'll sign it. And the game actually says, You've made a good decision. I wonder if that'll impact things later on. It's it's really nice. I, lo- I love a game. It's a
0: very tongue in cheek version of Solace
1: will remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but th- then the second hook that it takes you to, and the kind of crux of why I'm going to finish this game, comes from. You in the middle of the night after this incident, you escape the castle with your wee butler man and your the war master, the guy that trains you how to fight, and you're taken to a tomb. You meet the tombs of the two previous heroes. So the hero from Fall, Fallout One, the hero, well, from yep, Fallout One, and Pip Boy are um, the hero from Fable One and Fable Two are sitting. And the guy's like, you know, there's a hero. There's always a hero. If you're a hero, you can pick this thing up and it'll do something funky. He gives you a, or they they present you with a, what do you call it, like a big charm. And you're teleported to a, a long winding road that leads to the castle. And this is a visual representation of what you need to do to become the ruler. You meet a spooky lady and she says, you've gained two followers, which is your butler and your war master guy. That means you can get through this first gate and claim a prize. But you need to get more followers to get through the next gate and the next gate and the next gate. And that, to me, is such a fucking cool idea and a, a great way to roadmap a game because I know I haven't got to it yet, but I know that there's a lot of politicking and things later. There's many more things to... You, you might want to speak more about it, Dave, but there's much more to do that involves gathering these followers to progress through the game to eventually, I assume, go back to your brother and slap him in the face or hopefully stab him because he's a dickhead. It's such a great premise and such a great framework for a game, it sounds so simple. I wish I might not be explaining it because I'm making it sound like a Mario overworld. Yeah, you're
0: making me want to go back and play it again.
1: <laughs> it's really, it's really interesting and really cool. So all I want to do now is I want to jump back into that game and find out how I'm going to get more followers and do more good deeds for people and make more decisions that matter, because I know that you're going to have to persuade entire, you know, like realms and kingdoms and things to follow you and like well it's, it's, and i can i
0: can speak to that uh the way you do it is by making the promise treaty of well if you support me to become the ruler i will do this for your people and a lot of the hook for later on because i will say this game changes very much so at the halfway point yeah like um it ends up becoming not personal choices anymore but Um, political choices of well, do I honor my treaties? If I don't, I get this. If I do, I lose this. Um, You have a lot of really interesting choices you have to make with a I'm trying to be super vague here. Yeah, yeah. With a very understandable reasoning as to why you would do both yeah you would only kill the protesters if you're a monster but <laughs> these uh, these choices that will present you with are very gray area like those are the best choices to make mm-hmm. in a game are, are those gray area yeah. questions
1: and I, that's that's oh god oh no i was just gonna say on that point i know like i with all my Deep down, gaming knowledge. I know that I will want to promise everyone the world, and at some point, that is going to fuck me over in this game. <laughs> like, oh, it does! It you know. does. So, it's, the
0: first half of this game is very much a oh no. Go ahead and play it like you want, buddy. Play it like uh-huh. you want.
1: We'll see what happens. And then it turns into frost pumpkin, and all of a sudden you're killing children <laughs> and sending folk down the mines
0: and stuff. <laughs> more, more grist for the mill. I say, uh-huh. yeah. Um, but like this, this whole conversation here is why I'm always baffled why nobody cares about Fable 3. Like, you never hear it brought up in terms of, like, games where you have to make interesting choices. You never hear it brought up in, like, some of the better games Microsoft First Party has done. This is never brought up ever. I don't get and it. I want... I don't like, it. some of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this was, do you see why?
1: No, like I, I genuinely, I don't see why, do you know, even wee things like um, when you're killing bats, when you're escaping, you're going through a tunnel, you've just learned fire magic and your first task is to kill bats because the butler hates bats, a wee thing popped up and it only had Luke beside it, but it was like, Luke killed 120 bats and I was like, are going to kill more bats? It's got really weird wee things tied into the network. That are yeah, cool. th-
0: that reminds me of uh, Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, do that yeah, too. yeah. Um, I wish more games would do that now. That is kind of a really cool thing that, living in the internet era, we can do.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, like I can't, I can't piece together why it feels kind of nice to play. It's got a really nice guide. Like one of my favorite things about Fable Two that I mentioned was the sparkly trail of where you need to go. Because always I like exploring everywhere, and I love following that trail. Seeing there's a left hand turn, and knowing that I don't need to go that way, but I'm going to go that way and explore and get a key, and come back and get back on the trail. Uh, I can't see why more people don't talk about it. Do you know? Is there an ant Is there a reason? Is it Peter Molyneux? No. Well,
0: I it, mean, the people
1: just Peter Molyneux has not
0: not helped anything ever. Um. <laughs> But no, no, like 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 this is one of the games I'm genuinely baffled by of like, no, guys, this is kind of a really big deal. This is good. Mm-hmm. And most people are like either, eh, haven't played it or eh, it's all right. I just so, Yeah, I'm I'm very like this never gets brought up on like, you know, ten best Microsoft exclusives. Most of that is, you know, your Halos and mm-hmm. your Forzas and
1: that's, it, I that's, guess that it, market, but immediately like it elevates itself to position of one of best microsoft exclusives easily um you know in in terms of choice driven games which i say every single time it comes up from you know choices in action or approach to completing a mission or choices that you make impactful things are the most important thing in any game for me.
0: Player expression.
1: Yeah, exactly. And this just hits the nail on the head from the start. I already feel bad about killing the villagers, but we've made, made the choice now. I'm going to have to... More grist for the milk. Yeah, I'm going to have to go and people please a bunch of people just to let them down later on.
0: <laughs> and one of the things that I, I think Fable 3 does really well is it has a nice mix of... Well, okay, let, let's be honest. Fable 3 is kind of linear, to a certain point, at the halfway point, like I said, things change a bit. But I like how it's super linear, but you never feel the linearity. Because it's either presenting you with an interesting choice, or some combat, or a new place to go. Like, there's all those little things that keep, I almost want to say distracted, but that has kind of a negative yeah, connotation. Yeah, it's not. But, like, you're always doing something. It doesn't have that, oh... I can't go over there because you're too busy looking ahead of you going, all right, got to get this. And then there's John Cleese, of course. Who? I mean, John Cleese. He makes
1: everything better. Not going to lie. He does. Turned in a bit of a grumpy old man. <laughs> but,
0: you know, voice acting makes everything better. Now, the biggest question I can ask you is, who's better to have in your game, Stephen Fry or John Cleese?
1: Oh, God damn it. John Cleese.
0: I mean, this also has Ben Kingsley in it, but you know, yeah,
1: Ben Kingsley. Ben, whatever. is he the baddie by any chance?
0: Ah, uh, he is not the baddie. Oh. I didn't recognize his voice until afterwards. I went and looked through the voice actor, and I was like, "Oh, what's well, that? That was Ben
1: Kingsley." Oh wow! I mean, that's so a, yeah, you, there you've got John Cleese and Ben Cl- Kingsley voice acting in a you know big microsoft exclusive game i remember when it came out i remember seeing it everywhere i don't know why i didn't play it to be honest maybe i'm part of the problem but it's so good it's such a good game so yeah like they definitely paid out
0: some major dollars for this game and then it just disappeared and i don't know if that's because of sales did it not pay out but to see it go from, all right, this is a big first-party... Oh, yeah, and Simon Pegg's in it, too. Uh, that It wow. goes from a big first-party push to, eh, we'll make a connect game. That is such a weird transition. So I, I I don't... If if this is something you know about, listener, I'd be really interested. I haven't done any research on it, and I probably should, considering how long I've been curious about this, since roughly, oh, I don't know, 2010. Um I just haven't got around to it. But yeah, if you know why, I'd be really curious. And we did talk about this on Fable 2, but this not being a flagship franchise for Microsoft kind of continually dings when I have to judge, okay, do I get an Xbox or do I get a PlayStation? Like, there's nothing like this anywhere else, but they decided to not make any more. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll do a wee bit. Of, if, I, might, I might not. I might not do a wee bit of metacritic digging because you know you read something and then all of a sudden you notice it and you're like, oh yeah, crap. I'd wait till you. Yeah, wait till you're done. <laughs> yeah, um, but I, I'm genuinely. I'm going to keep on playing it. It's now sitting on standby up the stairs for me to sit and play and chip away at. In um, my downtime, I'd rather play that than Bio Mutant.
0: Now that is where you're wrong because. <laughs> Because Bionic Mutant is adorable we just,
1: and great. Have we just timed the recording of this episode? I think we might have just dated no, it. <laughs> well,
0: no, because I've had the disc for Bionic Mutant forever, so we're, we're good. Um, okay, but we are coming up on that 20-minute mark, mm-hmm. Craig, and ding, 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 20 minutes is where we like to ask the
1: questions. Do you think this holds up in 2023? Yeah. Yeah, I think it does. I think it's crazy that people don't talk about it more. It, yeah, I genuinely, I think it does hold up. It's a good example, and it, it's it's simple. I don't know, maybe if the simplicity kind of doesn't get too complicated, so it remains that simple, good and evil, f- floaty fighting. maybe it, this
0: is the this is the most gray area one, I think, out of the three.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, um, yeah, it does hold up. <clears throat> uh,
0: and I'm I'm gonna say yes and no uh this is a know what you're getting into but if you know what you're getting into and that sounds good you will enjoy yourself with fable 3 the combat is like fable 2 it's a little simple and it's not like there's a ton of player progression to be had or you know a you can't go and and play the housing market like (laughs) you couldn't like a yakuza or something but for what it is a really cool story with a lot of really interesting hooks that aren't really done that often I would say, yeah, give it a shot. Now, Craig, if you like Fable 3, what should you play?
1: Uh, I'm going to go with... You might slap me around the head with it. I don't know, but I'm going to go with the Outer Worlds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. I I could see... (laughs) I could see that. Okay.
1: And, Fair enough. Like, it does draw parallels in player choice, decision making, killing, blobbity bloop. It does have some fairly big, you know, factions, and you're trying to broker deals between things. And you can just, if you want, be an evil person and kill people that, you know, you can kill villagers easily, you can, you know, all of that. So, from a player expression point of view, I'll go with Outer Worlds. Or will I say The Witcher?
0: Hmm. I know you mean Outer Worlds. Not Outer Wilds.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Outer Worlds. Jesus. Not the out- Do not play Remember, Outer Wilds. It's a terrible game. Don't Outer play
0: Outer Worlds is not the best choice, but it is the spacious choice. <laughs> um, I would say if you like Fable 3, on the thematic note, play Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Hmm. It's not the greatest, but it's got a really cool timer that it takes place in, which is roughly the same. It's a little more realistic. So, yeah. That's what I would say. Um... That's the only time you'll hear me say play an Assassin's Creed game. Oh, And, Craig, all that's left is for us to say thank you. And, oh yeah, that's right. Next time, we're doing Mighty Switch Force. A game which has no detractors at all. 100% great.
1: Yep. Everyone loves that game.
0: Um, Everyone loves it. So, if you have played Mighty Switch Force, or you'd like to play along with the show, you can send in your thoughts about it at nomoresages.com where we have a nice little contact form and you can type anything you want in there you could even type in the quadratic equation and just send it to us and we'll be like this is awesome (laughs) someone sent us a quadratic equation um other than that thank you very much for listening and we will catch you next time where we don very tight little leotards, grow our heads three sizes too big, and put a siren on our hats. Sounds like a good time
1: to me. Oh, it really does. Can't wait, All right? Nino. Nino. Nino? Nino? this the siren, Nino, Nino.
0: Oh, that's the sound of your sirens, oh, yeah. not my oh, sirens. Yeah, your ones go. Mine are slightly more <laughs> obnoxious. That's that's the noise. If they make that noise, Craig, I would I would definitely support more police endeavors. And three, two, one.